Just me, your lovely host, Miss Honeybuddy, here with some news updates, character analysis, and just general ramblings I want to go on for the next two hours or so for the JoJo lesbians who like to listen to me while they draw. Anyway, let's get started with some fresh news in the JoJo fandom. The All-Stars Josto- Jost- JoJo event. I can't English today. All the Joestar souls are on display at the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure special anime event in April 2021. Now, I know a lot of you like me loves Stone Ocean. And this could this this could be like the announcement basically. And it's event the event is on April fourth, twenty twenty one, which is the birthday of Jonathan Joestar and Dio Brando, so it's a very special JoJo day. And an official website has been set up to announce more information as the as the to be released as the event goes on, as well as a visual of all five JoJo's that have been animated so far. Um, it will be hosting the voice actors of Jonathan Joestar, Joseph Joestar, Jotaro Kujo, Josuke Higashikata, and Giorno Giovanna, making it the first public event where all the JoJo's are together, keeping the Joestar soul alive. Now, a big reason why me and a lot of people believe this will be the announcement of Stone Ocean, one, is because they're having all the JoJo's together, and two, it has a lot to do with the soul, which is a big part of Stone Ocean. You know, the discs and stuff. It's the soul of a person stands with the soul of a person. So basically what I'm hoping will happen is the event The event starts, you know, it's the voice actors are about to come out. And it shows the visual of all the five JoJo's, you know, they each get a quick little, quick little entrance and stuff. And then the screen goes black. And a butterfly flies on the screen. You know, it's a blue butterfly. It's all pretty. And then you hear Jolene, her Japanese voice actor, go, Yare, yare dawa. You think you could forget about me? And then, like, the trailer plays. Like, name a more iconic reveal than that. Like, a series people have been waiting for for two years to get animated. That, like thousands of people are gonna watch that would be fucking insane man can you like just imagine that oh that'd be awesome and it's such a it's such a good day you can find the information i just told you was all found on the crunchyroll website um but i'm sure most of you have already heard about it um in other news i found out that araki did confirm part nine for all you manga reading fans he said that after he completes part eight, he will take a year break in Tokyo, and then he would start writing part nine, which he said the main protagonist would be Imperio, which I find rather confusing considering the universe was reset to make Steel Ball Run, so I hope that will be explained, and they're not just going to be like, oh, Johnny, Gabby, bye, though I would like to see more of that universe, because if you think about it, um, what's her name? She Shikara? She what's hold on. Let me look it up since I have my laptop here. Uh what is the invisible girl in JoJo? Shikaza. Shikaza's Joe Star. Can you imagine the like Shikaza's the uh Joe Bro? And Imperio's the main character. Because technically, Imperio also isn't a main Joestar. Like, he's not technically a Jojo. Are you ready for, like, a Jojo part that centers on the Jobro? That's, like, that would be interesting to see. That'd be cool. 
Though sadly that would mean Imperio has the Joe the Joe Bro curse, but we we would still we still love to see it. We love to see it. Um, anyway, I'm gonna throw you guys into another song. We're gonna be listening to "Catch the Rhyme" by a tribe by a tribe called Quest, and then probably the gang torture dance which you all know and love from part five golden wind and then we're gonna head into a conversation topic that everyone wants to know how the hell does king crimson work anyway let's start the music rolling you'll be back On the boulevard I landed We used to kick routines And the presence was fitting It was I, the abstract And me, the five-footer I kicks the mad style So step off the frankfurter Yo, Fife, you remember that routine That we used to make spiffy Like Mr. Clean Um, um, a tidbit Um, a smidgen I don't get the message So you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon You're on point, Fife All the time, Tip You're on point, Fife All the time, Tip You're on point, Fife All the time, Tip So then grab the microphone And let your words rip Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am Tell your mother Tell your father Send a telegram I'm like an energizer Cause you see I last long My crew is never ever whack Because we stand strong Now if you say my style is whack That's where you're dead wrong I slay that body in El Segundo Then push it along You'll be a fool To reply the fight Is not the man Cause you know And I know That you know who I am A special shout out Peace goes out to all my pals You see And a middle finger Goes for all you punk MCs Cause I love it When you whack MCs Despise me They get vexed I will next Cause none can test me I'm just a fight MC Who's five for three and very brave On top remaining No home training Cause I misbehave I come correct In full effect Of all my holes in check And before I get the butt The gym must be a wreck You see my aura's positive I don't promote no junk See I'm far from a bully And I ain't a punk Extremity of rhythm Yeah that's what you heard So just clean out your ears And just check the word Check the time Was so rumping that the brothers rolled the zap. Hey yo, Tip, do you recall when we used to rock what? those fly routines on your cousin's block? Um, let me see. Damn, I can't remember. I received the message and you will play the same. You're on point, Tip. All the time, Fife. You're on point, Tip. Yeah, all the time, Fife. You're on point, Tip. You're all the time, Fife. So play the resurrector yeah. and give the dead some life. Okay, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. Got the scrawny legs, but I move just like Lou Brock with speed. I'm agile, plus I'm worth your while. 100% intelligent black child. My opera presentation sizzles the retina. How far must you go to gain respect? Um, well, it's kind of simple. Just remain your own, or you'll be crazy, sad, and alone. Industry rule number 4080 Record company people are shady So kids watch your back Cause I think they smoke crack I don't doubt it Look at how they act Rip off the better things Like a hip hop forum Pass me the rock And I'll score them with the corn And proper What you say hammer? Proper Rap is not pop If you call it that then stop
Tribe called the Quest and the Gang Torture Dance. We are going to figure out what is going on with King Crimson because I am. I've looked into it a lot. I rewatched Part Five, which is a lot coming for me considering it took me about a month to watch it in the first place. Because you know, Part Five wasn't my favorite. Um, I'm going to erase the large Johnny Joe star I've drawn on my whiteboard right here, so it can, so I can figure out. Like I have to draw this this out because. You know, originally watching part five, you, you, you're just confused, you know, because he's like, I can see into the future and I can erase time, but it still happens, but no one remembers that it happened. And so everyone's like, what the, what the, but I think, I think I, I think I got it. And also like a tiny smudget of a theory of how it works. Alright, so if we're looking at, at time, right, it's on a line, basically. Time, if you want to think about it, is on a line. Let's say it's a line for now, because you could also say it's a bunch of, it's like more like a tree and it has paths and stuff. But we're gonna, we're gonna say it's on a line for right now. Trust me, I've watched Back to the Future, like, a million times. I know, I know the time and stuff. Alright, so let's say that Time in the Jojo universe is on a line. And now people can mess with this line if they're a villain. Because for some reason, that's how it works. Now, can, now Diavolo is at one point in the line, and he has King Crimson. King Crimson can look ten seconds into the future. So he's reading a line, the line that is time and showing Diavolo what will happen in that ten seconds. Now, in that, now before that 10 seconds is up, he can decide to basically make everyone forget what happened in that time. So, let's say instead of a line, for that 10 seconds, it's a dotted line that's so thin only Diavolo can see it. He can do whatever he wants except for harm the enemy in that 10 seconds that no one else can remember. So, he's not really affecting the time, the timeline. He is more or less looking into the future to see what happens in that 10 seconds and then erasing everyone's memory, making what seems like a time jump. And I don't think I've ever seen anyone explain it is his he's not affecting time. He's not. He's a he's affecting the the memory of every person in his base in his vicinity. So like that's what happens. Like, okay, I'm trying to think of a good example of, of how this works. Okay, so, Naransa, when he was like, hey, bro, chocolate, and Mista was like, okay, you can have some of my chocolate. Or, or Mista was like, can I have some of your chocolate? And Naransa was like, okay. Um, inside the building, Diavolo was doing all his stuff with Bruno and stuff, and all that happened. But, at some point, Diavolo looked into the future to see what would happen between Bruno and what would happen. And he foresaw something he needed to, to fix or do. So, he, he looked into it, and he got his ten seconds where the only person who could remember it is him. That's why Narasa couldn't remember eating the chocolates. Um, or anything, because in the past ten seconds, he ate all of them. But he couldn't remember doing it. So, basically, King Crimson's power is not how... It's not affecting time as a line. Like how um, Killer Queen or any of its... Or anything that Yoshikage Kira does. Um, anything to do... Or how Dio affects time. Dio and King Crimson are very similar in the fact that 
of how it sort of affects time. It doesn't change time, but while Diaz stops the time, basically extends time, the timeline for everyone but for only him. It extends time for only him. So, like, if we had, if we had the timeline, um, and Dio stops time using the world, it would basically mean the timeline has stopped moving, but he has himself a smaller timeline that divots off and then divots back into the main timeline. While Diavolo's time, it's memory, is working on memory. So that's what I think, they keep calling it like a time stand, but it's more of a memory-based stand. Because while, like, probably, probably if you think, if you think everyone can remember what happened in those ten seconds, Diavolo just erases it. So you can't remember what happened. You can't remember what he did to fix it. So, like, like, he had, Dopio had razor blades in his throat in one scene, but ten seconds later, he doesn't. Um, he's just covered in blood, and Risotto wouldn't know, how did he get those razor blades out? Does it have something to do with his stand? So, it's based on memory. Everything, all, the way King Crimson works is based on memory. And you can, you can hear that, and you can kind of hear that in the song, the songs that the band King Crimson makes. Um, how it, how it's very mysterious and basically feels like how a person's memory would work. So to figure out that, I'm going to play a King Crimson song. Um, Court of the King Crim- Crimson King, it's one of my personal favorites, and you can see what I mean. So come back in a hot minute, and I'll talk about something else. Or I'll keep call- talking about this. I don't know. Thank you. 
Chase the wind of a prison ship It tastes the sweet and sour The passenger glasses The orchestra begins Slowly turns the grinding Thought of the crimson time uh, and how it is relative to how Diavolo uses it in King Crimson. So we talked about how it was basically memory usage. You know why we're here? Let's talk about how all the stands use time. So we figured out that Diavolo's stand isn't based on time, it's based on memory. And that's just a theory that I have. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've never heard someone explain it as basically memory erasing, you know? Um, and you know what, I feel like since we're talking about timelines and, ha and how that works, we can also talk about dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Funny Valentine's Stand Part 7, so we're going to put Part 7 spoilers on that, because I feel like talking about that today and how that works. So, we're going to look at the JoJo timeline again. So... There's one one big timeline for we'll we'll call it the part 7 alpha alpha timeline. 
So we have the part we have we have the alpha timeline and the beta timeline. These are going to be our two like main timelines because what I what happens with um funny valentine is like there's a part in part 7 where he just suddenly loses a bunch of weight, you know? And I think what happened there is like our alpha timeline got switched at some point with the beta timeline funny valentine cuz it happened very suddenly. So something did have to happen for that to that to go on. And it could be it could be that we are just seeing a different a different version of part 7 because when we do finally see um a skinny funny valentine Johnny and Jairo have went through multiple life or death situations including the 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 time one they went through the one with um Skullface I don't remember his name off the top of my head but it was the one where it, that brought us the line um each shit asshole fall off your horse that that arc um off the top of my head that was really the one of the bigger arcs that happened between us alpha timeline and funny valentine with being like chubby and fat and his whole family being there to beta timeline funny valentine where he's skinny you don't see his family at all and all that like they really did just kind of disappear and there was never an explanation for that unless you think of how dirty deeds under cheap works in switching timelines basically so we have different dimensions that dirty d that d4c works in um you know, we have um, a C timeline, we have a, we have a D time, we have a Delta timeline, all that. We have a bunch of these different timelines in different dimensions that D4C can manipulate and go between and pull things out of. So the main alpha timeline is where all the main stuff is happening. But you can also think that we leave this, this timeline alone and go to the beta timeline where, where all that after all that time stuff happens, like, we could say in the Alpha Timeline, they didn't, they didn't quite get out where they meant to be. Because the explanation is that that specific stand only takes you back um, 30 seconds uh, to where you used to be. But you don't realize that it's happening. It's like, it's like a Groundhog Day button, I would think. I'm going to call it like a Groundhog Day type of stand where it resets you back to where you started, like in Groundhog Day. And they don't even know how long they were in there. They could have been in there for, they could have been in that forest for days. But it could have also switched their consciousness between timelines. You know, instead of resetting it, it just puts your, mem your consciousness in a different timeline, switching between as many as it needs to continue, you know, there's, there's always a timeline where this person didn't die, there's a timeline where that person didn't die, there's a person where this, where this person has scary monsters, and this person has the world, you know, if we're thinking about Diego in the Alpha and Beta timeline, Diego's, um, or base world and alternate world, but we're just gonna call them Alpha timeline, Beta timeline, so, we, I don't, I believe that we don't have the same bunny found funny valentine is when we started and we do not have the same johnny at least you could say the same for gyro um but i don't i could not pinpoint a good time where it could have switched and the reason i say funny valentine is because uh funny valentine is because of how different different he looks and how different his personality was and how different his like family was we don't see his family once he becomes skinny valentine you know, where he's, like, all buff and stuff. And the Steel Ball Brown only took place over a few months. And about about two months. It took place over around two months. And in the time of once we see thick Funny Valentine and skinny Funny Valentine, that is not enough time to lose that much weight and get that buff. So we're going to go into another song while I figure out what the... So I can figure out and get my words together because I'm coming up with this on the spot. So, 
Uh, let's go into a, a nice a nice little country song, uh, maybe one by Dolly Parton. I don't know how I'll put this in, or maybe it'll just be Big Iron or something like that. Anyway, go into the song and come back in a hot minute while I figure this out. I'll be right back. Anyway, so we were talking about Funny Valentine and how all that works. Now, a good place to pinpoint when the timeline switched again with Johnny is the Civil War arc. Now, the Civil War arc was a was an interesting one because it basically creates something you have grief over to basically kill you. And you can see that in how um, the C- Civil War not only created um, Hot Pants' brother, also, but it also created a version of Danny, Johnny's pet rat, and a version of his brother Nicholas, which constantly tortured him for, like, you killed us, you, this is, this is all your fault, and we're dead, you know, um, and while Johnny and Gyro are trying to figure that out, excuse me, what happens is that Johnny dies, uh, we see, we see his corpse, he shot himself, like, I feel like this is the only way he can defeat people, he's shot himself many times, poor depressed cowboy, anyway, um, he, sh- he kills himself, he shoots himself, and what happens, cause, okay, let me go back, cause I worded that wrong, Johnny did end up killing the stand user, but we see that he felt grief over killing the stand user, so all that grief that this, the original guy who had Civil War had, is being created in creating the stand user again, he's back alive that's another transfer of consciousness in that it could be it just yanked a dying stand user out of a different timeline and brought him into the alpha timeline to deal with johnny's grief because we do still see the corpse but we also see that this new created stand user isn't just like a ghost it isn't something that will just disappear once uh, Civil War is defeated. It's there. It's solid. It has a consciousness. So, either the consciousness from the corpse was created into an entirely new piece of matter, which doesn't make sense because matter cannot be created nor destroyed. So, what I think is happening with Civil War is it's pulling another version of that person into the alpha timeline and transferring consciousness or it just ha- the only difference between the alpha timeline version of this person and the new version that was just pulled out of some other different dimension or timeline is that they died they were just pulled out of the same exact fight except they didn't die and they're being put into this new this new place and they are solid. They are matter. They are a person. They have consciousness. And the same thing happens to Johnny. Eventually, he figures out that he has to kill himself to defeat the stand user. So he does. And the new... Our Johnny, you know, the one that we've been traveling with this whole time, is dead. Our Johnny is dead. Um, he passed away. A while ago. So he, so we see his corpse. We see that he's dead. We see that he's gone. Um, and we see that there's a new Johnny who defeats the stand user. Because he comes back. He's this new version. So basically, I believe that, the, that our Johnny is a new Johnny that was pulled out of a separate timeline. Where everything was the same except he didn't die. He was pulled out the second he would have died in that timeline. And brought into this new one to be the grief that the Civil War stand user feels for killing Johnny. Or Johnny killing himself. Uh, so, our Johnny, you know, the one that we've been with this whole time. We saw him grow. We saw him hurt is now gone. He never saw himself get his legs back. He never saw himself get a wife or a son. He had never felt what, he never saw what happened to Gyro. Nothing. He just dies. And that could bring up the discussion like whether if you replace every single part of you but keep the keep the brain 
are you still the same person? You know, like if you replace every part of a car except if you slowly replace every part of a car, are you still yourself? Or like how the transportation method, how they think it's worked is like destroying your main body and creating an entirely new version of you in a separate location where everything is the same. Your memories, your consciousness, everything. But are you still you? Because you're an entirely new being. Your original being was destroyed. And that brings up that whole shebang. And debating whether this is our actual Johnny. But because you also can't use the teleporting debate where it'd still be our Johnny just in a new body that's been remade. Because his corpse is still there. Like, if you wanted to use that, that was basically... If you wanted to do the teleporting theory, his corpse would have to disappear because it would have to take all the matter and atoms from the corpse and create it into the new consciousness. But it's not. It's kept there. The corpse is still there. Everything is still, it's still left there. So it's just a lot to think about with these timelines. And everything that happened with Diego... Like you can see, uh, timelines in this can either be very similar or very different, like how it worked with Civil War, how that's different, but also with Diego, when he was pulled out of his alternate timeline, let's say he was in the Delta timeline, where um, his, his own stand surfaced instead of him gaining a stand from Scientist Lady, which was her stand with Scary Monsters, she gave it to Diego once she died, but in the Delta timeline, he had the world because of how... And had a much closer personality than with, with the orig- our original Dio, basically. And that makes me think, like, what happened to that specific Diego? And how similar it probably was to Dio in Phantom Blood uh, and Stardust Crusaders. All that trauma. Because our this Diego... Alpha Timeline Diego and Delta Timeline Diego all have both very different personalities, different stand. Diff- you can see that in how different their stands are, um, and just just all of it. Um, that's just a lot timey wimey nonsense. Uh, anyway, let's throw ourselves into the next the next song. I'm still going to try to figure out what to talk. Let's talk about more timey-wimey stuff. Because this seems to be a theme in this episode is time. And explaining different time stuff. So, uh, let's talk about part four, I guess, next. So, I'm going to put on a Queen song. I don't know what Queen song I'm going to put on, but it's a Queen song. She keeps them always in a pretty cabinet Let them eat cake, she says Just like Marie Antoinette Building a remedy For Chris Job and Kennedy And at a time An invitation you can't take Caviar and cigarettes Well-versed in etiquette Extraordinarily nice She's a killer Queen Got body gelatine Dynamite with a laser beam
talking about part four now yay and how that time works so <clears throat> excuse me we are gonna look to time on our alpha timeline let's let's do this again Alpha. we have alpha alpha timeline part four um and how yoshikage kira manipulates the timeline he isn't he's a person who actively manipulates time in his fourth cat, his fourth cat. It was called Killer Queen. Um, but we're gonna, I gotta come up with a name for. So you have you have um, stray stray ha, stray cat, heart a, pure heart attack, um, Killer Queen. So what's a good Queen song that we can call this one? Um, Let's call it rap, Rhapsody. 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 Bohemian Rhapsody. We'll call it Rhapsody. Because, uh, you know, long ass song. Long ass timeline. So, we have our alpha timeline. And what happens with Rhapsody is that he's able to put a smaller version of Rhapsody inside a person that he thinks is a threat to him. And. If a person, if that person who he put the tiny Rhapsody in so reveals that um, his dad is Yoshikage Kira, the person who, who he told will blow up. That's part one of his abilities. Part two of his abilities that if he wants to... He can rewind the day. So if you think about it, he also got two miniature stands. He got the first the first stand, which is to place to create a bomb out of a person out of a person that hops onto another person. Um, like a face hugger. <laughs> yeah, like a face hugger. I've watched a lot of alien. So the face hugger stand and the person would be the egg. And the egg has the face hugger in it and pops onto a person and explodes. Weirdly very weirdly explained by me, but so we have that, and then you have the second part of this substand, which is Rhapsody, which is at any point Kira can rewind the day. So it's a it's a Groundhog Day stand. It's a Groundhog Day stand. <laughs> so you also have to think how Groundhog Day works. Groundhog Groundhog Day instead of is another is another timeline like thing but anytime um what was his name what is the name of groundhog Day? Oh, uh yeah i'm recording a podcast yeah Who's the guy in Groundhog's Day name? Huh? What was the guy in Groundhog's Day? What was the actor's name? Bill, 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 Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Okay, thank you. Okay. Do you want to come talk about Groundhog Day with me for a minute? Because I'm trying to explain timelines. Okay. So you you've seen you've seen Groundhog Day. Yes. A lot. This is this is my 
wonderful mother. Hello. She's seen Groundhog Day. Quite a few times. Okay, so Groundhog Day, it works more or less in a loop. Like, let's say we're having, we have Alpha Timeline, right? Okay. But whenever Bill Murray dies, let's say he dies right here, this gets, the timeline, the rest of it gets erased and loops back around. Yes. So, what I think, like, Bill Murray, there was one where he originally died, and he got sent to his weird little own timeline that's constantly working in a loop instead of a line. But you're forgetting the whole aspect of he has to get something right to get out of the loop. So you have to figure out where that works in. So it's not exactly a loop. It's like there's an ultimate force out there that's there's trying to some get him, god that's trying to like look. You can be saved, but you have to figure it out yourself, which so, happens quite a bit in a lot of different. Yeah, I think someone. I think someone did the math. It's like three hundred years. Oh. It's something crazy like that because he like became a doctor. He became like yeah. he went through all this. So it's like it's working in a constant loop, and he's on a timeline until he dies, and some benevolent god puts him in his own alternate little loop universe that only repeats the same day over and over again. So now what we're trying to discuss is how some like someone is the benevolent god, or or is he the god that has to fix his mistake? That could be true, cause, because you know we all know that Bill Murray is God. Yeah, Bill Murray. Bill Murray is kind of a god. After Garfield, he I think that's when he kind of ascended to his true form. Yeah. Um. So well, basically, what I'm trying to figure out here is if someone is their own benevolent god and they can choose to loop it, how does that work? Because we're talking about part four of JoJo, okay. where at the end of it, he gets he has like four separate stands. Okay. He has one called Sheer... They're all named after Queen songs. He, one called Sheer Heart Attack that's a heat-seeking bomb. He has Killer Queen that if Killer Queen touches something, that thing becomes a bomb that mm-hmm. he can then set off. Yeah. Um, he has Stray Cat, which is a cat that shoots air bombs made of air. Or hairballs. Yes, they are like hairballs, but they are, they are made of air. Okay. Um... <laughs> Airball. <laughs> and then he has another stand that does not have a name, but I gave it two names because it's basically two stands. He has one stand that I call the facehugger stand, where he can put a tiny version of Killer Queen on the person, which is the facehugger, and the person becomes the egg. Right? Mm-hmm. So when the egg tells anyone that his dad is now Yoshikage Kira, the facehugger will pop out onto the person that he told and make them explode. And the second part... Do they know that that's what's going to happen? Yes, after about two resets, they know that that's what happens. Oh, okay. And the second part of the stand is, I called it uh, rap... Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody for short, because I have to keep going with the Queen theme, Mm -hmm. and it's basically where at any point in the day, he can choose to reset it to exactly, like, 6.55 a.m. He resets the whole day. Okay. So, like, that's, we're just trying to figure out how it would work in consisting, like, timelines, you know? Like, is it a loop? Like, its own separate universe that's a loop created by Kira? Or is it just the main timeline that's constantly being reset back to a point? I'm thinking maybe it's some sort of portal. Yeah. Like, not so much a loop in time. Like like how in Doctor it's, Who. It's like a... You know, yeah, like, 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 you know, like... It, it's not... It, it's not like a, like a thing like, oh, you have to start over. No, it's like... Like a, um, it's kind of like when you have to take the video game out and blow on it and then like put it back in. So it's like, it's like Doctor Who. So we're not pulling a Bill Murray here. Yes. We're pulling a Doctor Who. Yes. Which uh, actually you can't see because when he does go back, he goes through like a little like time warp thing. Yeah. You know, he goes, he goes, whoo. So in a, in a sense, the Bill Murray thing is like that too. I mean, yeah. it's all like, 
it's all a reset to where, okay, you have to do this over or it's not going to work. Actually, it's a supernatural thing. Because remember, it was the, the angel that kept making it go back over and over and yeah, over so, again. Yeah, so, so pulling a Bill Murray is a separate pocket timeline yes. that only can sit, that has a set start point and a set, set end point. Exactly. And he can only go along that, but he can change it. Yes. But... So it's like the thing from Good Place, where like you have to go along the timeline. You have to like go in an exact space, or it'll go like. Yes, yeah, so you have to stay along the timeline that has a set endpoint and a set uh, a set start point and a set endpoint, and you can you can do whatever you want between these two points. Yes. But when it resets, everything you did also resets. Exactly. But you still remember everything. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's where this comes, this part comes in. It's like, okay, so it's not a complete reset where you have to figure it out over and over again. So this is like what happens in Groundhog Day. Yes. Like he can remember everything, but he has a set start Nobody point. Nobody else point. remembers yeah. anything. So that's like that's how it is in uh, JoJo. He only Kira can remember what happened, um, yeah. unless. But I think also the person who has the the like the face hugger mm-hmm. bomb can also remember what happened. Like he has a very vague memory, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that happens is that let's say he accidentally tells the um, one of the main characters he's like, "My dad is Kira." He's like. Like he's he's freaking out. He's like, my dad's a serial killer. So he tells he tells someone at this point that his dad is Kira, and the face hugger goes on to that person and makes them explode because he told someone that his dad was Kira, the serial killer. Okay. And so then Kira finds out he resets it, but he's like, okay, I cannot tell the anyone that this person is my dad, you know. But that person still explodes. And they're out of the forever the time loop forever no like every time he resets it that person always has to explode unless they can stop the loop which is which is done by him taking off the face hugger bomb so if that is the case if the thing is that he can't tell anybody then it is Kira that is making him go through this so like Kira would be the benevolent god like in Groundhog Day yeah but Stuff still stays the same if the bomb goes off. Yeah. So the bomb, the face hugger bomb, is the driving force that is the only thing that can change something. Nothing that the person that so is. They've got to figure out the right person to tell. Yeah. So they did. They he did eventually was like, okay, if I can wake up this person early, so they will be in the exact spot when my dad reveals himself. Yeah. As the serial killer, then he stops the loop. But that's, that's basically how it works. So we, basically we're finding out that the guy that wrote this watched Groundhog's Day a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying <laughs> is that this is based on Groundhog Day, and I based most of my time theories on Groundhog Day. <laughs> because it's the best movie. It is. It's a really good movie. It has but, an incredible actor in it. But... A serial killer going through Groundhog Day is the plot of the end of part four of JoJo. <laughs> wow. Oh, a serial killer going over and over again. It's like is he, he have, he's having to figure out... He just wants to live a quiet life. Yes. But also, it means by stealing so women's hands. So pretty much he's uh, Thanos? I guess. No, he's like more like, Darmammu, I've come to bargain. Um, he wants to live a quiet life like Thanos, but he has the weird timey-wimey powers uh, at the end there. Um, this whole podcast episode was based around different time things, because a lot of villains seem to have time powers. Yes. Uh, like the master. Yeah. <laughs> so, we figured out that part four of JoJo was heavily based on Groundhog Day. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, it's very... That was... That was interesting. Yeah, we brought in a whole bunch of different cultures in there. Yeah, so, like, the first one I did was just, like, a weird... We found out it was not based on time. The second one was based on Back to the Future. 
with different, it's whole different dimensions yes. and alternate timelines and yes. skewing it. Um, part seven based on Back to the Future, which I have theorized for months that part seven of JoJo was just based on Back to the Future. Um, and part four was based off of uh, Groundhog Day. So we did five. I did three at some point. I did three at some point. Um, three is just, I guess, time freezing. Um, it's weird. It's like he extends the timeline for every, for only himself, which looks like freezing. It's hard to explain. It's like uh, a pocket timeline. Kind of like Futurama? Yeah. yeah the last episode like, of Yeah, Futurama. like the last episode of Futurama, where it was base, where it was frozen for everyone but them. Yeah. But, I don't remember how I explained it. It's like, you have your timeline here, mm-hmm. in a straight line, but then... At this point, Dio knocks off mm-hmm. and creates another timeline for everyone but himself. Yeah. And then it goes right back in. So it's like extending it for only himself. And then... I've seen that. Hold on, it's a movie. It's a movie. Hold on. Wow. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> That is a movie because I specifically remember this diagram right here. Like someone saying, okay, this is what happened. Well, like, I know in Back to the Future they had the line and then they had, we created the alternate timeline. Yeah, no, this is something different. Yeah, because it's not a, it's like an, it's not an alternate timeline, it's an extension of the timeline. Yeah. That pops out and pops right back in. Yeah. Um, and what Jotaro did was he's able to pop himself into that timeline. And that's how he was able to start moving. And then he f- eventually did figure out how to pop his own timeline. Yeah, that's weird. What's a song from Green Day? Not Green Day. Um, Groundhog Day. Was there any, like, cool montage theme songs in that movie? Oh, my God, yes. Let me go, hold on, let me go get my phone, and I will tell you exactly the name of the song. Hold on. Anyway, she'll be back and we'll play our final song of this podcast, which will be a song from... Groundhog Day because we did because you know like a Rocky bases a bunch of his stuff on pop culture references and movies that he's seen which is a big thing I do here is talk about movies so you have returned what is a what is the iconic song from Groundhog Day I got you babe Anyway, let's just take this time when she's finding the song to say donate to um, Hurricane Laura and soon-to-be Delta Relief Funds because uh, we got our asses raped by that hurricane. And we're about to get it once again. Yes, so... Same, same category to hit us. But now there's debris everywhere, so please, please, if you would like to help out everyone in Lake Charles and... In Sulphur, Louisiana. Please donate to a Hurricane Laura relief fund so that we can get our town up and running again because right now it looks like Mad Max Village. We have two restaurants open right now. And it is not not going great for those people. (laughs) I've eaten so much McDonald's and Sonic that it physically hurts to eat it now. So... Yeah, I don't know the exact, an exact web page, but just go, go, go look for one, please. Help. Help us. We are, we are, like, struggling. (laughs) Would you like to have anything to say for the end of the podcast before we go into the last song? Um, watch uh, any Bill Murray... Uh, movie because the man deserves all the praise. Oh yeah, the movies we talked about today were um, Back to the Future 1 through 3 and Groundhog Day. Both of, Are both of which on Netflix? I know all the Back to the Futures are on Netflix. And Groundhog Day is also on Netflix. Go watch 
Go watch the movies. Make JoJo references to your heart's content, because you uh, can now say Back to the Future. We also had uh, TV shows such as um, uh, The Good Place. Yeah, we talked. Of, we talked about The Good Place. Um, um, we also talked about uh, the Supernatural, as well as um, Doctor Who. Yeah. So, timey wimey shows, Supernatural, The Good Place. Uh, Doctor Who, Back to the Future 1 through 3, Groundhog Day, all of which you can find on your local streaming services. Uh, we are not sponsored. At all. Um, so go make JoJo references to your heart's content. Um, I'm gonna play a song from Groundhog Day that we will eventually figure out and I will put into the, to the episode. But enjoy this song from Groundhog Day. I will see you next week. They say we're young and we don't know. Won't find out until we grow. Well, I don't know if all that's true. Cause you got me and baby I got you. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. They say our love won't pay the rent Before it's earned, our money's all been spent I guess that's so we don't have a plot But at least I'm sure of all the things we got Babe I got you, babe I got you, babe I got flowers in the spring I got to wear my ring Put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain We can't climb Babe I got you, babe I got you, babe I got you to hold my hand I got you, babe. I got you, babe.